0: Taste of Dragons Gaming Podcast We eat sandwiches and play games Taste of Dragons Gaming
1: Podcast A podcast for everyone's day Hello everyone, welcome to yet another episode of Taste of Dragons, the Toddcast The video game podcast that all you dogs listen to This week, whether Neo or Far, the animals are painting the town red The news is inviting Our topic is no longer single And our dragon this week doles out maximum pain. Creative director, Sam Lake. And as always, my name is Brian. They call me Troy.
2: I'm Amanda. And I'm Joe.
3: What else do they call you? Uh, friend? I don't know. (laughs) Brother, son? I don't know. They call
2: you the enabler.
3: (laughs) The enabler. Hey, you want to smoke? Let's go. (laughs) Uh, well we're actually back in person this week. <gasps> That's right. We enabled a good thing this week. Yeah. Uh. And uh yes, we are actually in the same room. Yeah. So <laughs> safely distanced. Yep, 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 yep. Uh cases have been going down in Florida and it seems like we're able to take some 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 precautious yes. uh chances. Yeah. <laughs> Some baby steps, if you will. Yeah, (laughs) I
2: I still think we're the worst, but we're better than we were.
3: Correct. Hey, there we go. I'll take it. Yeah. (laughs) That's my motto. Better than I have ever been. Wait, that's not what you said. No, no <laughs> still not the worst. I, I, mean, I just filtered that to make myself feel better. <laughs> I think that's
1: every other state except for Florida can have that slogan. Oh, okay. okay. <laughs> at least we're
3: not the worst. It's just us and Winn-Dixie. Yeah. <laughs> hey,
1: hey.
2: For Florida, it should be at least we're not on fire. Uh-huh. Hey. Uh-huh. Yeah. Well, uh-huh.
3: speaking of, uh, please be safe out there, all you Californians. Yes. yes. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Be well. It's good. Get- Air, air, air quality is pretty bad out there, I hear. Oh, yeah. It, it didn't start out good. It's not getting any better. Aww. No. This lightning struck. It, it yeah. wasn't even like someone yeah. who left something out or something. Just lightning. Like, what are you going to do about that?
2: <laughs> that <laughs> sounds like a song. What you going to do about that? What
3: you going to do about that? Uh, a friend of mine in California got the orders who's in the Bay, Order, uh, in the Bay Area uh-huh. uh, that they can't flush their toilets unless oh. it's a number two because they need the water to fight the fire so so yeah if it's yellow let it mellow <laughs> that's what I'm understanding
1: <laughs> wow so uh, but it is nice actually seeing you guys this week it is uh, unfortunately you guys also probably heard or didn't hear Lewis is not here this week uh, unfortunately we couldn't record on our normal day and he couldn't record on a- the the makeup day he
2: got a job
1: yeah,
3: so congrats well, to Louis. yeah. yeah. what is that I don't a know. That, yeah, I don't understand. Yeah. Is that like a it's like a candy? I don't, I don't know. I, th- I
1: think it's I think it's used to just pass the time. Oh, okay, good. <laughs> it takes a lot of time. It out does. Of day. It I really mean, does. It's for it's I'm for people to...
2: that are too happy. They need something to like bring them <gasps> down. Oh. We, yeah. If you ever feel like too confident, like your self esteem's <laughs> too high, you just get a job. It just knocks it just, you, just, you down, just, down yeah. a few pegs. Yeah. Okay.
3: Well, I'll let you know if you I ever need have that.
2: a good idea and you want people not to listen to it. Jobs are also really good. for Oh, dang. Nice. All
3: right. Well, that's like the opposite of this podcast. Yes. Exactly. Exactly. Cool. cool. Let's never get paid for this. I didn't say that out loud. Please take that off the record.
2: Or let's get paid. We'll just pretend we're not.
1: Yeah.
2: Yeah.
1: Uh, But speaking of which, let's get into the games this week. What are you playing? That should be so much easier to edit this week, Joe. It will be. (laughs) No delays. Yay. (laughs) Uh, So, Joe, do you want to start us off this week, though?
4: Yes, yes okay. I do. I don't want to give away all the mystique. I am going to be talking about Animal Crossing. Ooh. Yes. And um again I don't want to give away too too much because part of the fun of this was that I didn't know anything about it, but my birthday was this past week. And- <gasps> Happy birthday,
3: John. Do, do, doo. I got you this giraffe. It's a baby. <gasps>
4: it's so cute. Thank
3: you. Thank it's you. expensive. So they, good oh luck. my <laughs>
4: goodness. It's, it it, uh, it won't stop. It, okay, you gotta tell it to it's stop. Eating like, all it. the cookies.
3: Please stop, Please oh, stop eating
4: the cookies. Yeah, yeah, it
2: only eats cookies. Oh.
4: Well, Sorry I mean this could that. be fine. We have a lot of cookies at our house. So it'll be okay. Perfect. We I'm fine with it. She can't hear anything. <laughs> She'll never know it's eating all the cookies.
1: Giraffes brought joy to Last of Us. Now it's gonna bring joy to mm-hmm. 2020. It's yep. true.
4: No one will marry Kondo her. No.
0: <laughs>
4: so uh, so uh, I played Animal Crossing, and everybody knows that is the soul-stealing social simulation game with all the animals, and you talk to people and your friends and blah
1: blah. About about half the podcast this year so far. I, gotcha. Yeah. If you've heard any other episode, <laughs> this is true.
4: <laughs> um. But I, I had never played, a I, I, little known fact about me playing Animal Crossing, even though I do play it a lot, I have never actually played during the summer. I never played during July, and I never played during August, so I've never experienced my birthday, I've never experienced anything that happens in the summer. So this Why? whole summer, I, it literally I think the point where it starts to wane for me Uh-oh. is summertime. And then I put it down for a few months and I pick it back up when the fall leaves are happening because I live in Florida and it's the only way I can experience that. Gotcha. So, yeah. Uh, But ultimately, it's been a very interesting summer. There's been a lot of really cool things, the swimming and all that fun stuff that they added. But I can honestly say one of the things I was shocked at how cool it was, was this birthday celebration. Oh, yeah? I I don't want to give away everything, so I won't tell you everything, but I will tell you how it starts. (laughs) And you turn the game on and a new day starts isabel doesn't say too too much and then you walk outside of your house and one of your favorite villagers are standing there yeah. and they go hey hey they call you by your nickname and they go you come with me
3: what's your nickname
4: uh the one this one calls me iron J. I <laughs> i was like yeah What are you, a
3: world war ii fighter veteran i'm Fight an ge- iron
4: chef obviously uh, okay.
2: <laughs>
4: <laughs> so yeah we, we talk about sandwiches you know he's my friend you know, it's cool it's eric the reindeer nice
2: he's so, cool. yeah. I, have, I have seen him
4: i like him he, he's always talking about like li- food on himself and whatnot and i'm like dude i just just invite me over i will hang out with you we'll <laughs> eat snacks together we'll get food everywhere it'll be cool but uh eric's standing outside my house he's like hey come with me, Iron Jay. And I was like, oh, this is really weird. I don't think I've ever experienced a villager waiting outside my house. Is there like a gang of you guys? Are we going to hear snapping? Are the sharks in the jets here? What's happening? They're They're to the,
3: what? Are there sharks here? Yeah, like, I know. Right? I don't know. There I'm could not be. sure.
1: They're bringing you to the Animal Illuminati. Right, right.
4: So, so
3: Welcome to Pizza Gate. <laughs> yeah. Animal Crossing edition. Yeah,
4: Animal Crossing style. So he he tells me to follow him. We follow to his house, and and you walk into his house, and there is a surprise party waiting for you and a couple of your other favorite villagers, and they're there to say hi and to tell you how much they love you and how much they were happy you're mm-hmm. there. And they they set up some party games for you that are really cute and they give you birthday cake wait, wait, cupcakes. You got
3: party games? You know, got oh, party
4: games. Right.
3: Yes. Yeah, okay. Yes. I remember now. Yeah. I remember now.
4: So it it's unbelievably adorable. Like it was one of those things I and because I had never experienced a, a birthday in the game, I don't know if the other ones were like this and if they were, wow, I missed out. Because these are it's so cute. And having the characters, like, they're singing, they're dancing, and there's, they've got all this, like, birthday stuff around. And they, they
3: do that awesome, like, dance march where yeah. they're just, like, smiling. Their arms are just, like, right. ro- rocking back and forth. They're rocking back and forth as well. It's beautiful. It nice.
4: is. They're having a time. And when you talk to each one of the villagers that day, um, because they gave you cupcakes, if you give one of the villagers a cupcake, you get a birthday party thing
3: mm-hmm. after
4: giving them cupcakes.
3: That is a good tip because yes. I did not know that. And I gave my cake away to my real life friends, and I regretted it ever since. A
4: bunch of our friends have sent me their cupcakes from their birthdays, so I have an exorbitant amount of cupcakes. No,
3: slide one over. I will. I, I will eat. give you cupcakes, and I, I, I will give you party stuff. My entire cake. Yeah. They-
4: i didn't know that's what you do with it i just by accident uh when i so i stood in that house for probably an hour just watching them dance around and just left it that way because i was like this is the most adorable thing i think i've ever seen i've got marshall like dancing his little heart out and i'm like you do you boo it's the best the most awesome thing was it was mostly grouchy characters that were in there so i was like yes they're cranky and they're like i'm happy but i'm still a grouch it's the best so uh, when you get the cupcakes you give them away actually it's not that you give them away you can't just give them away. You have to wait till someone runs over to you and says happy birthday to you. So the characters have to, oh. it has to be on your birthday. It has to be before 9 o'clock, I think, as well. Because after 9 nice. o'clock, it stopped happening. Gotcha. Um, but they, they, characters in the characters in the game, they run over to you. They're like, hey, like, like any other time where they want to give you something. But they, they run over to you like, hey, I heard it's a special day for you. And you only have two options, to walk away or to give them something. And if you have the cupcakes, you hand them a cupcake and they give you like a party wall, a party thing, a party vest, party hat, party glasses. And they're really cute. So I, throughout the day, I just became more and more that person from Party City who just keeps putting things on. I had so much flair. Oh,
3: so you're me. <laughs> I was huh. Melvis for a very little amount of time. Though. I
4: did have shoes, though. So, it, you know, automatically, oh, well, you know, it was go. ridiculous.
3: I'll never be Melvis. <laughs>
4: But it was such a fun time. Like, I, I really, anybody who has their birthday coming up in the game or whatever day you told it was your birthday, turn the game on. Yeah. It's really cute. And it, like, oddly gives you the warm fuzzies. You're just it like, does. Wow. Yeah. Like, I felt so happy. I was like, this is so silly. Before I even went downstairs, my, 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 you know, Brian didn't even see me yet that day. And I'm like, these guys in Animal
2: Crossing said happy birthday to me. <laughs> <laughs> it's so cute. I, yeah. I think they pick your two or three favorite villagers yes. it's the ones you talk to the most yes. so it isn't even just like hey some villagers came to say hi it's the ones that you invested the most time in so it was just like oh it's it oh, it's it, it. of course celia yep. would do it when we were to like, oh, go Fred. she's been there for the longest time
1: for <laughs> a sweater I
0: yeah yeah,
2: yeah i gave her a sweater now she's it's really nice it's
4: so cute
1: <laughs> that's awesome it's everything
4: so yeah do it also, do it because the more friends you are with them, they give you all the emotions. And I got all yeah. the
0: emotions this week! Nice.
4: Woo!
3: nice
4: I got I them that. all. I got daydreaming Poppy. She's the MVP.
3: Uh, <laughs> did you get any sweet emotions? Um, <laughs> slick Aerosmith Ooh, reference Brian very I like slick <laughs> uh, I like it
1: uh, if, you really sold it with your clearing of your throats that's what I really sold <laughs> no, it, was, it
4: was solid it was a solid you
1: know I'm crying over here yeah Hi, oh, there, hey, there you go <laughs> <laughs> well moving along so that was that Animal Crossing yes. birthday edition it was great love nice. it nice Uh, I'll go next because I'm also talking about a game that we haven't talked about before on this podcast, uh, which is Red Dead Online. Oh, Oh. it's just
3: like Animal Crossing, really. Oh, absolutely, it's it's the wild out there. (laughs) There are a lot of animals in Red Dead. Uh, There are. (laughs) And uh, you want
2: to collect all of them.
3: Yeah, you're right. Yeah, absolutely. (laughs) And you don't have to choose. You can Mm -hmm. you can do all of them if you want. And you teach them different emotions. Exactly. (laughs) Usually bad ones.
1: (laughs) Uh, But I was originally going to talk more about spirit. Fair, but then I discovered on the forums that people using Game Pass there was a bug that was corrupting their saves. Uh And I put so much time into it. I was like, I'm holding off until there's a patch. (laughs) I am not taking that risk. I'm going to put this back in the oven. Uh, So another 30 minutes, we should be good. (laughs) Yeah. So as soon as that patch is out, I'm going to be back in it. And I'll tell you guys about the ending. Because it is actually a really good game. Cool. Uh, But unfortunately, or fortunately, I'll be talking about Red Dead Online. Uh, So I got really hardcore into the collector uh, role Mm -hmm. uh, this week. And I know you did as well. Amanda. That's like a job, right? Uh, yes. Uh,
2: on, uh, on your advice, I tried what you're about to talk about, uh-huh. and oh my gosh, did it didn't work? Oh yeah.
1: <laughs> oh, it's amazing. So so in in red down a the line, you know, there's a whole bunch of different roles you can do: trader, you know, bounty hunter, bounty hunter, all these other things. One of them's collector, uh, and collector on paper sounds extremely boring, like just <laughs> the worst. <laughs> However, it's the one job you can reasonably do alone. Right. So right. it's one of those things like bounty hunting's fine alone, but it's way it's better with crew. a yeah, yeah. With the crew. Yeah, moonshining.
3: You kind of need a crew to like watch your back and same you're, thing with trading. Yeah, transporting yeah. stuff.
1: But but collecting is really is just all about you finding things out in the out in the world. Mm-hmm. And so you come upon them, your controller rumbles a little bit, and then you okay. can find it. Uh and that's how what that's what you're supposed to do. Oh. <laughs> However, uh, there's a website online that actually goes and tells you where everything is in red dead online that, well that helps
2: it, it changes every day at 9 p.m so yes. uh if you can't like remember where it was and oh, go wait, in wait. every day and get the same item the things they're in are... different places yeah. yeah oh
3: yeah it's cycles is it, it, is it the are the cycles the same or is it random uh it is it or is, is it like predictable. every Thursday. it's going to be this map. Uh, no, it's predictable. So
1: like some so some of the th- some of the collectibles have like six different cycles. Some of the other collectibles only have three cycles, okay, some of them have four. so, but it just cycles through them. So it always goes like one, two, three, four, okay. five, you know, whatever.
2: You don't have to remember this map on the internet remembers. that's
1: right. <laughs> yeah. Thank you, internet. <laughs> and so uh, and so at first, it's just like,, eh, I don't know if I want to do this because it's kind of, you know, it's kind of like borderline, where it's like, is this cheating? Is this not? You know, I don't know where it stands on this. Right. But Red Dead Online is, is is all about money and experience, right? And by collecting these things and collecting sets, like if you collect an entire set of
3: coins, that's six hundred dollars. That's a lot of money. Which in is, is Red a Dead. lot of money in like Red This Dead. is old westerns. Like usually yeah. you get like a dollar for stuff. Oh yeah, <laughs> or like five bucks.
2: I did all of the tarot sets, and I got a. Th- thousand dollars a
3: thousand dollars
2: thousand dollars for the tarot sets. is
3: it, you guys are going to ruin the economy
2: <laughs> no 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 because remember that the stew pot is six hundred dollars
3: <laughs> everything is very expensive in that game it's the way they, they get you to try and spend yes. real money
2: it's like they pay you in old-timey dollars but they charge you in modern dollars yes <laughs> <laughs> i
1: see exactly so but by doing this it actually allows you to enjoy the game more so i spent maybe about eight hours this week uh, probably in like two different chunks of just going around the map and collecting things Cool, and it's and it's great because you actually see a lot of the world. that sounds really peaceful yeah you, you get to experience it and it's just you're just riding throughout the things sometimes at night wolves attack you or a yeah. cougar gets you or a panther gets you like Manda happened that one night we oh yeah. were playing oh <laughs> and you screamed so, so loud, loud. I, oh was my I was just collecting
2: flowers and it was just like go over here and pick this up and I had been collecting for a good 30 minutes of just peaceful music I was in the swamp <laughs> yep. it was dark, and then all of a sudden like like a jump scare. No, there was no.
1: No, because no, it's sound. a panther, so it, it hunts silent. silence. Oh, gosh.
2: So it was just, oh, look, there's the flower dead. Yep. <laughs> and it was like glowing eyes in my face, large teeth dead. Oh, <laughs> no yeah. No struggle, no run, just thud.
3: Yeah. Gosh, this game is great.
1: Yeah. Uh, but... But by doing this though, you get, you also, so not only do you get money by collecting full sets, you also get a good amount of experience for each one of these. So you get roughly like 250 to 300 experience for each individual thing you collect. And I didn't realize it, but. So they also have like, you know, a, a battle pass. It's called an outlaw pass. But right. you level it up and you can you can get things you from it. You get like it. multipliers. You yes. get extra
3: equipment, clothing.
1: Yeah. And uh, you get, you know, there's a free route, but then you can also buy a route for classic, like 40 gold. Classic
3: game pass like Fortnite or exactly. Apex or whatnot. Exactly.
1: Uh, and I didn't realize it though, but I was leveling that thing up like a madman.
2: Yeah, I'm actually really?
1: I maxed it out just by doing like eight hours of the collector. Holy crap! I have I have max level eighty. Seriously? Yeah, and, and and the thing, and this is good until October 29th, so I can't get any more experience in the rank. In Are the you battle gonna pass. buy the season pass? Get uh, all I did. the extra goodies. So the thing is, okay. if you buy it, it's forty gold, right? Yeah. But if you do all eighty levels, it gives you eighty or it gives you forty gold back. Oh. So it's free. So you got to 80. <laughs> I got, got to 80. Your 40, and, then and then I the bought outlaw the Outlaw pass, pass. And then got all the stuff. like All the stuff. Yeah. And
3: uh, all my gold back. Like the back. Oh, wow. Yeah. That's a pretty good That's deal. That's a goal. Oh, yeah. That was, that was amazing. It <laughs> <That> was an <laughs> amazing 80, feeling. It cost you 10 to 15 to get the collector's roll, usually.
2: Well, you. you- you can earn gold in-game.
3: Right. Yes. Right. Yeah, But to get the collector's role, yeah,
1: it's, uh, it's 15 gold. I think I had an old promotion, so it was yeah, free for me. Yeah. And then you just get gold by doing dailies. You get gold by doing free roam yeah. missions, all this stuff. So. And, oh, that's and nice. the
2: collectors have some of my favorite themed items. A yes. lot of the jobs, I think the jobs are cool, but then I lo- look at the, the, the loot that you can get, and I'm like, <laughs> yeah. at least on the Rumble, ladies,
3: Rumble, some of them Rumble, don't, Rumble. don't yeah, look yeah. very
2: good. Okay. Um, but the collector's is very nice. All is there stuff like an really
3: item cool. that really stands out to you?
2: uh i really like the um atmospheric tents i just bought a tent (laughs) yeah Um,
3: how do you like your tents (laughs) atmospheric
2: they're really pretty like normally like you can get like a hobo set or you can get like a military set so they'll have like like wooden chairs or they'll have like like a metal chair my chair is like wood but it's got like fabric on the inside it's like gypsy like it is
1: okay it's it's very Okay. okay Uh, But yeah And then I also Maxed out the collector So I'm also ranked 20 in (laughs) collector My favorite item In the collector though Is a lantern That you can put On your horse So you can see At night
3: Because otherwise, it's pitch black. Lanterns look good in this game. They do. Yeah, yeah. When you put it on a horse, you just have headlights now. You do. <laughs>
2: Some items are in caves. I didn't know the game had caves. Yeah. yeah. But walking through a cave with just your light is terrifying. <laughs> yeah.
3: This is one of the cool things I noticed while you know uh, watching Mandy play from afar, mm-hmm. is she was actually discovering locations from... Red Dead single player Yep Which you haven't played through But I have Yeah So when I was seeing you like Discover the house with the aliens Or discover the cave with You know Some monster or some mm-hmm. You know bear Or Sasquatch or something inside It was cool seeing you like naturally come upon those things.
2: I, I was collecting tarot cards, mm-hmm. and I was up in this mountain, and it was getting very dark, and it was getting mistier than the game has ever been before. Ichabod <laughs> Crane, Sleepy <laughs> hospital yeah. Hospital. Yeah. uh and, and I'm riding up to this big building on top of a mountain, right? And I don't walk through doors. I run through doors because I like the shoulder bang yeah, mechanic. You,
3: you like oh, yeah, you check it, it. It's a great like, thing. like a hockey yeah. player. Uh-huh.
2: Yeah. Uh, so I run up to this door, I, I slam both of the, the grand doors open, and there's a cage in the middle. Of the room with a chair in it, and I was like, What did I just walk into? Electrical
3: like equipment hooked up to like, There's
2: like machinery, and I was like, mm. and i I was like go. slowly it back away. But uh, it, I think it's, uh, I it was like, After a minute, I was like, Oh, that's te- a Tesla thing, right? Yes, it, a- it's <laughs> like a Frankenstein's like thing. Try yeah. with Tesla in this game, and he's like, Yeah, I was like, I, th- I thought so. Yeah. Either that or Frankenstein, yeah, <laughs> it's a little bit of
3: both.
1: Yeah, you had a 50 50 chance. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, love the game. Uh, it's it's great. But get the collector roll and then fine, Ryan <laughs> I will. I need to get more gold though. Get that money. Yeah, yeah, it's great. It, it's it's phenomenal. So yeah, that was my game, Red Dead Online. And then yeah. uh, what about you, Amanda? What did you play this week?
2: Uh, this week I played Neo Feud. Neo Feud is a cyberpunk detective point and click adventure where you play as a social worker who gets pulled into a time travel adventure to battle against an evil corporate elite. Uh, Regency, and the game is a lot. Oh, you're a so- <laughs> oh,
3: yeah, it sounds like it. You are a social worker that travels through time. Yes. Okay. You're so- uh, yeah. Is it? Wait. So, like, how does the game work? What, what is the actual okay. game part? So,
2: you're a, it's a point and click adventure. Okay. So, okay. you're a social worker. It's in a dystopic future where, like, there's like this one percent that's job like have. half royalty, half corporate owner CEO role, and, and everyone else is just like on like low income jobs and living in slums and stuff like that. So you're a social worker. You used to be a cop. You were kicked off the force. And your first Ah. day is like, Hey, this kid hasn't shown up for his parole. Go find him. And then through shenanigree, you get to thrown into this time travel adventure. (laughs) Uh, And uh, a lot of the game I really enjoy that the the art is very fun. And the
3: fun, what does that mean? Fun?
2: It's it looks almost like they took real photographs and then, like, arted them up. Like, they okay, made like them into. They looked. Made,
3: like, made the lines more colorful, not, added tentacles. I, I don't know. They, <laughs> they,
2: they made them into, like, this neo future okay. environment uh, in a really fun way. Like, things look disjointed, but almost like on purpose. It's really. It's, it's, okay. it's, it has its own very unique style. Okay. And I like that. The, the puzzles haven't been very difficult, they've, they've been interesting. I like the world building. Some of the characters are really nice. The only downfall for me is maybe the dialogue is uh, they went real hard into their themed writing. To the point where, like, everything has a neo-future word associated to it, and oh, after a while, like I'm like, lingo. I can't balance more like made-up future terms. It's like, hey, just, have you
3: crystal plex today? It's like just call what? it a
2: gun, man. I get it. I can <laughs> see that it's a gun. Like, it was like it's cool. Some of, it was just too much. Uh, Gotta and get they, the
3: boom boom zap.
2: And they use the N-word a lot. Oh,
3: so so they made a bunch of futuristic words, but, but not, not that <laughs> one. <laughs> Uh, it's a lot of work for the social worker, I guess.
1: <laughs> yeah. I mean, I have an N-word for them too. No.
2: <laughs> uh, I'm so confused. Why would you do that? I, it's, it's Does it like the,
3: fit with the story or characters or something?
2: They definitely wrote the character that speaks this way specifically because he, he's the kid the social worker's looking for. Okay. And he's like street smart and okay. he's like a so drug the, the kid, dealer. So the kid may be and, a
3: little stereotypical.
2: Right. Right. And I don't think it's ever meant in a derogatory or racist manner. Like, they're not using it in like that context. But oh, it's not like definitely... someone's
3: attacking somebody with the end no, word. No, no. It's, it's like definitely
2: like... like uh, dialogue. It's just part of the solo. Yeah. It, like, yeah. Ha- ha- the speech.
3: Yeah, that does make a difference. Art. Yeah. And yes. it, it,
2: it also... It, the, it, the, the person who talks like this is a robot. They have no gender or race at all.
3: Wait, so the um, kid is a robot, too? Yeah,
2: he's a robot. There's robots in this. There's android... Okay, so the, the classified <laughs> is... It, the world's really interesting. The classified is based on two things. Both income and also pure human people have um, like a higher place in society where partial human people have a lower place. The lowest place being that androids who have already regained sentience. And that's kind of why I found this game interesting is you usually get like the robot apocalypse of like, hey, we have free thought and you never see what happens after that. Mm-hmm. This is like, though that's already happened 20 years ago and they're already like a part of our society, but like, we're not going to give them jobs. But the humans won. No, no, we didn't. This no, no, there's no winning. It's just okay. like, hey, we agreed. You're right. You do have sentience. Okay. But you're not people. We're not going to treat you like people, right? And that's where this is—is is like okay. that. Okay, gotcha. That area now. It's like battling and that kid level. Like yeah, the, yeah the, the, okay. The the android. Okay, so I I, I see where the
3: problem is. It's not even that, like, the kid is any race. It's just the kid is poor and talks like this. Yeah. And that's... (laughs) Which is like... "Mm -hmm." Uh, (laughs) I
2: I don't think they mean anything by it, but it's definitely like, oh, he's a poor person. And this is how poor people uh, who sell drugs talk. And it was like...
3: oh.
2: But, but the game, do you Know
3: anything no. about the developer or anything?
2: It's a single person who's the developer. I didn't ah, look so up That's why you, sometimes yeah.
3: you need a team. Yeah, <laughs> yeah sometimes yeah, yeah. you need a team to be like, "What do you think about this?" They're like, "Oh no."
2: Uh, I also don't know how old the game is. Not okay. that that should matter, but mm-hmm. th- there are things that, that okay. don't age well. But um, ge- generally speaking, I, I think it doesn't it doesn't ruin the game for me. Okay. But yeah. it's um,
3: it's definitely a point to make. Like, hey, <laughs>
2: yeah, yeah. It w- I, in my opinion it would be better without it but uh yeah if
3: it's not really gaining anything from it then then why exactly. have it yeah
1: but the game's fun though you enjoyed it or was it okay did you finish the game by the way
2: I did not finish it okay um I, I needed a break <laughs> <laughs> after all of like the near future words but I would like to go in and finish it okay um it's it's good. I would give it like 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 two and a half sandwiches, and not not in a, like a mean two and a half sandwiches mm-hmm. of like, ugh, but like a two and a half sandwiches because it's, it's a single developer and and it's a it's a it's a good game. Yeah, yeah
1: and it's, it's mediocre. Mediocre. Yeah. Like fifty percent is not bad. This isn't school. This isn't I, high school. I feel I, like the <laughs> word
2: mediocre is mean, uh, but yes.
1: No. <laughs> All right. So that was Neo Feud.
2: Neo Feud.
3: Nice. Uh, and then Troy round us out. What you got? What's up, y'all? Uh, I have finished Far Cry. Five, The 2018 Ubisoft open world adventure game. Uh, Last week, I poo pooed on this game. I was about to say, I'm surprised <laughs> you.
1: I know you said you were going to continue playing it, yeah. but I'm surprised you're talking about it this sure. week. Sure,
3: yeah, no, there, I am talking about it. Speaking of sandwiches, I gave it like a one, like one sandwich and maybe like an extra bite. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. A, a sandwich and a bite last week. So I went back to the game. My main complaints was that it was too chaotic. All the systems that are in the open world was happening too much. I couldn't get anything done. Mm hmm. And it was really bothering me. And just it just seemed so disjointed and chaotic compared to other Far Cry games, which are chaotic, but there's some type of method to it. Yeah, some structure. So that's why I didn't really like it last week. This week I went, I went back in and I think I was able to figure out why I didn't like it. I was kind of just reacting last week, but mm-hmm. I was able to really hit the nail on the head of what wasn't working. Okay. And it's all narrative. Y'all know me, narrative is like the thing that I love most in video games. I don't care if it's a I don't even know, I don't even care if it's a good game or not. If it has a cohesive narrative, then I at least give it like a, well, you tried. <laughs> well, I see what you're going for. Yeah. Uh, because this game is so chaos, I was getting really turned off of the narrative and this is why. The whole structure is like a cult, right? That's the idea. A cult is taking over this land, and each different there's three areas. Each person, each area has a different like boss that kind of runs that area has has influence. Mm-hmm. The more things you do in one area, the less influence they have, and then it, it triggers cutscenes for you to take over that boss. So what was happening in the first level is because I was doing a bunch of side missions and like collecting bobbleheads and stuff. Is I was getting these really dramatic cutscenes for just like delivering somebody's mail, <laughs> and it just it was a schism for me. And I was like, this is dumb. This is all dumb. I, I haven't earned any of this. And I went into the second act um, with that same mentality, just like I'm just gonna do this for funsies, whatever. And then I realized something. I was like, I think the game wants me to play differently. Normally in open world games. You get the open world and you have your main objectors. You know, stop Ganondorf or, or take down this Templar, this head Templar. And then all the side missions you do... Before you do the main mission. Mm-hmm. You, you you go collect the cars or whatever you needed to do. That's kind of how you play open worlds modernly, you know.
2: Are, are all four of us completionist jerks where we're like, uh, <laughs> uh yeah, if we're <laughs> supposed to go right, we're all definitely going yeah, left. Yes, make sure exactly. that left is done before you go right. Okay, right. Yeah.
3: So that's how I was playing this game, and I was having a horrible time. So the second act, I did that for a halfway through, and then I was like, what if I just did the main story? I decided to mainline the main story. It actually made more sense because I was able to do things that were actually affecting like the boss character mm-hmm. so uh-huh. that when I went Head to head to them, it's like, Oh, I've actually done things to you to warrant your hate towards me right now. Okay. And then once I, you know, got rid of them and freed the area, then I was able to go back and do the side missions without their influence. And it actually felt really natural. And then I realized. This should be natural. <laughs> if you think about all those open world games where it's like the world's about to end, you must stop it. Yeah, but hold up a minute. Let me uh, go ahead and save this cat. I don't know my my, my friends. Uh, my friend's dad needs like some meds for something. I don't know. Let me go across the map to find it. Like you do all these side missions, and your like suspension of disbelief, I guess, I, takes over to be like, well, it's not that important. It can wait. When is mm-hmm. the end of the world? This game pretty much for me was like, no, take care of the most important things. First, finish it, then you can go do your side stuff. It just felt like chores. That's I just a felt good like I was, lesson. Yeah, I felt like I was yeah. describing uh-huh. chores. Like, yeah. <laughs> yo, do the dishes, get the lawn mode, then you can play Overwatch. <laughs> 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 so with this mentality, when I went into act three, I had a fantastic time. Part of it was because of what I just talked about. Another part was also because the story was really interesting. It was more about like reality bending. You would go, they would they like doped you up on drugs, so you didn't know what was real and what wasn't. Mm-hmm. I went to go hunt – um, a deer and then it and then I hit it and, it and a poof of spoke it turned into a grizzly bear and then attacked me like you oh, just geez. don't know what's real anymore it was a really cool third act um and 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 because I was doing the story I just felt so more narratively invested and with that comes like my my enjoyment of the game uh comes hand in hand with that
2: yeah I also think you made your America theory this week that you didn't have last week is it that oh yeah. It, yeah
3: yeah yeah I, and some of the some of the Another part that I didn't like about this game is some of the missions were just horrible. There was this one mission where this guy was like, I need food, so I need you to roadkill like, all these deer. And you just drive around running over deer. And you think that, that's horrible. Yeah. That sucks. And you bring back the, the, the run over roadkill meat, and he's like, great, great, great. He doesn't even speak. He just grunts, and then you have subtitles. <laughs> <laughs> His next mission is, okay, great. Now go run over bison. Like, it's just mean. Uh, I had one that I told Brian about where you had to murder a bull that was in mid coitus with a cow and then take its testicles to go to do- to give as, a, what was it, uh, Rocky Mountain Oysters? Yes. For a testicle festival that was happening in town. Now, the rest of the Far Cry games have been kind of absurd l- with that, but this game was going so far over the line that I think they were doing it intentionally to make fun of Americans. <laughs> <laughs>
2: You always have like a game, and it's like set in France, and then they make these stereotype French people, and they're all like, "Ha ha ha!" They're French, and I feel like these people were like, "You like that kind of game? <laughs> you think that's funny? Well, here's an America game! Ha ha ha! Look, this guy's so yeah. American, you can't understand him. That's funny, right?
3: <laughs> don't you don't you kill a bald eagle at some points? Um, <laughs> you do. Oh, you, there, there's okay. Well, there's lots of bald, e- bald eagles in this game. Yeah, you do get a trophy for like skinning like four of them. <laughs> uh, and uh, once again. I can only think that they did this as like we are gonna make fun of America. This is gonna be a commentary. It is definitely a commentary yeah. on definite like you know uh, the political life that we're in mm-hmm. right now, and it's definitely an, a well. I, I was gonna say a, a like a, a more elevated version of that, but we're 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 getting there. We're getting there. <laughs> <laughs> Another couple of months, we'll see yeah, where we're yeah. at. <laughs> but that actually also helped me kind of flavor the way I was looking at the game. And then the third thing real quick that that did that for me was I thought of other games that are kind of obtuse that I like like Monster Hunter or even Red Dead mm-hmm. where you get in and you're like what is this garbage they're not telling me how to do this like i just doesn't feel right and over a while you're like oh i have to do this and then this and then that okay this is actually all right yeah it starts clicking yeah and i had to be able to give that same logic to this game as well (laughs) (laughs) to be like all right you didn't tell me that this was the best way to do it but this is the best way and now it works so well done
1: so what you you so you completed the game you said right correct what was your? What's going to be your revised
3: score? Of oh, this? Um, my revised score will be a good old mediocre three out of five. <laughs> That's perfectly fine. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's it's still kind of shallow in the gameplay aspect. Mm-hmm. It's definitely like a bunch of stuff in the game. Um, narratively, it definitely picks up towards the end and ends in a, in a really fantastic way, I thought.
2: So, so what we're saying is Neo Feud and Far Cry 5, just about the same, almost about the same.
3: I had a good experience. (laughs) Surprisingly, no N-words in Far Cry. Uh, So, you know know what? (laughs) (laughs)
1: 3.5. That's fair. That's fair. Yeah. yeah. All right, cool. And that was your game, Far Cry 5. That's right. <laughs> All right, and that'll do it for our games this week. Now it brings us to our news segment. News, 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 news. And uh, this week, starting us out, we got some PS5 pre-order news. And by pre- pre-order news, I mean pre-order registration invitations
3: open to those who already have PlayStations. <laughs> And it was weird. It was just like, click on this link, put in your profile name, and then they will email you. So it wasn't like you you didn't put anything else in, not Mm -hmm. your real name, not your... Not, not even your email. Nope. Just <laughs> you, just I put in your PSN name.
2: Definitely checked all those URLs to be like, is this a real thing? Yeah. It, is this is this spam? Okay, I was skeptical. Right. Oh yeah, a, it's real Sony. <laughs> I right.
3: mean, I'm still gonna do it. Yeah, <laughs> <Like, laughs> I mean, they still got me. Hey, but, if anyone out there's looking for an easy way to dupe Troy, just tempt me with a PS5. It'll, I'll probably fall for it.
1: And it's weird too, or it's weird, but it's, it, it's not because it's the way that they phrase it. It's not like it's a random drawing. It's, yeah. We're gonna see who's worthy enough. In order to get a PS5 pre-order.
3: Yes. Sony overlords, look at me. (laughs) I am worthy. Look at my trophy account. (laughs) I
1: I, I think you're going to get the uh, the Mjolnir edition of the PlayStation 5. I'll take it. (laughs) Yes. Uh, But if you sign up, you'll get invited, uh, which gives you a time frame that you can do it. But it can still sell out in that time frame. Yeah and all you can only re- and you can only get a certain amount of,
3: of accessories as well you can only pre-order right. one of them which is the right. correct thing to do yes yeah all this is telling me which is fine is that there aren't going to be many ps5s this fall. that this is correct yeah uh, understood hey things are different it's gonna be hard to make a bunch and it's just of their way of being like uh, we got to try to make this somewhat fair so I don't know random <laughs> I just wish both PS5
1: and Xbox series 1x would just delay because for both of them all of their major games, mm-hmm. Uh, pretty much have been delayed as well for the Mm. launch window. There's really not that much to play when they come out. And it's just going to be a little weird and awkward. I want
2: them to tell me how much it costs. I I don't like the idea that they're like, hey, do you want to pre-order this? And I was like, I don't know. How much is it? Yeah,
1: Yeah. it's weird. It's weird. This entire year is weird. So I just wish that they, I get why they're not, but I wish
3: they would. I'm okay with them coming out because it's, it's, it's also indefinite. They don't know how long. If they're going to delay They would love to say We'll delay two months mm-hmm. Or something like that um, And there's a lot of games That also tie in With their launch So oh, yeah. there's a lot of Different third party like fact- Factors they have yeah, to put yeah. in I think that's why The the uh, movement To have your PS4 games Get upgraded to PS5 Is going to be key In the transition Correct Because I don't think A lot of people Are going to have PS5s And that's just how It's, how it's going to be Mm-hmm
2: Uh, I'm sure there's also a lot to do with the 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 actual month of November, whether that falls within sales and whether that falls right before Christmas. So I'm sure there's a lot of math behind when people have money and when people buy consoles. So mm -hmm. pushing it two months might not um, might might have other repercussions other than like hey we just (laughs) and also you don't want to be the console
3: that doesn't launch if the other person does (laughs) exactly that's what that that I think is the major thing yeah (laughs) uh, but yeah. So
1: good luck. You know, may the odds be ever in your favor, everyone. (laughs) Uh, And then also moving on, Skullgirls developers have left the studio. And uh, for more on that, we have Troy to explain what's going on.
3: Yeah. So there's been a mass exodus from Lab Zero Games. They're the company behind Skullgirls, that really uh, well-designed action uh, uh, fighting game uh, that has a really good art design to it. Um, mainly one of the founders, uh, has been reported by many people in the studio to be really un- inappropriate, really toxic, um, uh, environment when it comes down to like talking about his junk a bunch, yeah. you know, Ugh. talking about other people's junks. Ugh, <laughs>
0: unnecessary.
1: Like, it's one thing to say that with your one close friend that, you know, that you can do that with. If that's like your thing work. between yeah, the two of thing. you. Yeah. But you can't do that to everyone. <laughs> Just it's,
2: like. It's all about consent.
0: Yes, <laughs> yes exactly.
3: Yes. <laughs> But just like the general kind of unwanted physical contact, you know, sexual comment stuff uh, that he kind of kept on talking about. Um, So a lot of people asked for him to resign after reporting him and talking to him. But he owns the company. I mean, he's a co-founder, but he also doesn't have to leave. And he pretty much gave him an ultimatum. He was like, well, well, no, you know, if you have a problem with this and you can get out of here, you know, by the end of the month. And so they did <laughs> So and, and a lot of really talented people left that company But also like the, the artists left And for me Skullgirls like the art is it Like you can have a great fighting game sure But that art style is so unique and so cool and so fresh That like I'm sorry but that, that company's done Because yeah. of this this dude yeah. So this is the this is the inverse of what we've been seeing, where it's like, oh, so and so founder steps down or gets fired. This is he's still working there, but he's the only one. <laughs> yeah.
2: What if all of them leave and then they make their own studio and then they make a game called Bonehead Boys? Mm, and, bone, uh, yeah, uh, yeah.
3: Uh, better Bonehead Boys uh-huh. than Bone Boys. No, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I thought about it You, you don't it, want yeah. Bone Boys. <laughs>
0: nice.
1: Yeah. So I mean, it's it's an unfortunate. Thing to see happen but I agree I think that guy just killed his investment by not stepping down yeah I get that you own the company and you want to do what you want to do but like uh, now you don't have any money sometimes
2: you gotta learn lessons the hard way yeah. it's,
3: it's also oddly refreshing to see someone just not change because yeah. <laughs> it's or, like I mean not that it's yeah. a good thing but like Oh, like okay, you will you will die on this platform. If it, that's it's more the the, that's the where public
4: staying with it, not not someone yeah. who's pretending in the background to still do it. And right. Like, oh, I'm so sorry, but they still did it for 20 years. Yeah. Like, No, this dude's like publicly.
2: I don't care. This is how I am, and you so guys can all least, eat it. And they were like, good. Yeah, we're at out least
3: now. Everyone knows to stay away from you. Well,
2: <laughs> I, I like I like that they all left too, because if if one or two people had left, then it would have you know continue to promote yeah. bad behavior but everyone yeah. being like no we're all going to make a stand we're all going to leave good for them
1: mm-hmm. yeah. yeah yeah absolutely i hope
2: they all find jobs yeah yeah
1: oh i think they've already been getting especially with the art the art the artists and stuff like yeah. that yeah that's a yeah, very very, that very that talented group yeah uh so moving on from that uh SGDQ Summer Games Done Quick uh online happened last week and managed to raise over 2 million dollars for doctors without borders woot woot. and personally like if if you don't know what it is, basically it's a whole bunch of speed runs through games. So uh, they have all these different categories, all these different games, and it's for an entire full week, twenty four hours a day. And what they do is they just speed run through games. Like uh, we watched one that's Doom Eternal, which just came out this year. They spent, it was Amazing. They speed run r- ran through that for maybe I think it was like forty five minutes or something yeah, like that. Yeah, I think he had, one crazy. of the times was
4: like thirty eight minutes, and he, and the wow. guy said that yeah. the fastest he had ever done was like thirty five, and he's one of the record holders. It was it was insane.
1: Yeah it yeah. was it was insane uh i watched one of the ones i watched was the final fantasy 7 remake one which also just came out this year and the guy he had the world record going into doing this two hours i think it was like two or three hours before he started his run uh, It got it got bested by somebody else
3: <laughs> yikes
1: so i was like oh okay but while he was doing his run his run that he did was like a three or four minute uh, personal best so if it wasn't for that 3 or 4 hours beforehand, it would have Aww. been a world record Yikes. as well.
3: <laughs> it was, when I was like, "Oh man. I but wonder we, if that's worse than or if that's worse or if it would have been worse if he went first, got the record and then someone then, beat him yeah, <laughs> immediately, <afterwards>, immediately. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that day. <laughs> uh, but it's a great thing to see. Um you know, personally I would recommend checking out the Doom Eternal one if you guys want to check out some of the runs. One uh, to me, like games done quick is like Like skateboarding For video games Like uh, extreme skateboarding Like you have a skateboard You can go down the street Fine with it But I don't do any tricks on it And that's like Video games for me but, But seeing games done quick For me the allure Is seeing how they like exploit the game or do tricks that you right. never thought were possible and you're like oh how they do that it's just a skateboard how'd, how'd you make it flip and turn <laughs> around and and how'd you get over there so quick um that's the allure for me taking very familiar games and just seeing them get inside it in a very interesting way
1: oh absolutely and the the, the allure for me is that they explain it while they're doing it it's not oh. like them just running through it they're just like oh okay and this is why this works or like they're doing it. And they have commentators yeah. behind them that also play the game or developers crying. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, Which they did have what a couple are you doing of to yeah. my baby. Yeah.
3: <laughs> You're not supposed to go there and do that in that order. And oh my gosh.
1: Yeah. And, and it's great to see that because even if you don't, even if you never play the game, it's still enjoyable to see them explain it. And then to see some really weird stuff happen. <laughs> it's a cool subculture. Yes. We should,
3: we should dig in a little deeper on that someday. Yeah, I'd absolutely. Yeah. Like
1: Uh, But yeah, always good for them, though. And then uh, moving on, No Man's Sky developer Hello Games. Shadow released their new game this week with only one day's notice. Dang. It's a puzzle platformer called The Last Campfire, and it's out now. What is it? Uh, it's a puzzle platformer. <laughs> <laughs> uh, basically, what it was is it was a uh, small group. It was a small team within okay. Hello Games. They wanted to do something different because the main team's working on No Man's Sky yeah. still. And because now they're flush with cash from No Man's Sky. Yes they are. Uh, they're like, yeah, go for it. So it was, I think it was on like maybe five people within the studios okay. made this little tiny little game. And it's very cute uh looking. Uh it, it's very Is it flashy. 3D or yes, three D. It's three D. Okay. Sorry,
4: um, I missed the name. What was it called?
1: The Last Campfire. The
4: Last Campfire. Yeah. That's the thing I downloaded. Yeah, I was about to say it's the That's game that you, right. it's actually
1: out on Apple Arcade as well. Oh. So yeah. if you have that, you can play it on there. Oops. Yeah. <laughs> 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 uh but yeah, I mean it's it's cool. Uh, I hope it does well and it looks very nice.
4: It does look really cute. Yeah. And I then, downloaded it last week
1: yeah. <laughs> uh, And then also with some Gamescom news That was
3: this week uh, Troy you have some more announcements right Gamescom 2020 happened this year It usually happens in like a physical place But this week it was more like a Jeff Keighley joint Yep. <laughs> uh, Jeff Keighley is a person behind all the game awards Or the video game awards So uh, he hosted it And it just felt like the game awards yeah. to be honest All <laughs> the world premieres yeah. First time ever And you're like I've seen this five times dude What are you yeah. talking about <laughs> Uh, some cool games that they announced: Call of Duty Black Ops Cold War is coming out. So I I actually prefer the Black Ops over Modern Warfare. Great, because um, they do they go different places. Like Cold War Vietnam, they go to different historical places. We call them Blops. Like oh, you're so right. <laughs> I'm so sorry. Um, some other interesting things: uh, World of Warcraft Shadowlands will be dropping pretty sure pretty uh, soon. Yeah, October, October 27th. 27th. Yeah. Yep. Uh, they showed more Crash, but it still looks like Crash. All of this yeah. sounds they like store more garbage. Light. What are you talking about? There's
2: only one real announcement. Oh,
3: you're right. I'm sorry. Lego Star Wars, the Star Wars saga. Yeah. Uh, they'll be going through episodes seven through nine. <laughs> really looking forward to it. Is that what you meant? So... Oh, I'm sorry. No, she must have meant Fall Guy season no! two. That's right. It's going to be medieval. Was... <laughs> yeah, they're going medieval now with the yeah. like, castles. You can move things along. That's if what If you guys don't for. know, wow.
2: I'm a really big fan of the Dragon Age games. And they gave a special developer sneak peek of Dragon Age 4.
3: Whoa. <laughs> I don't know what that was. <laughs> what if those, those air horns started went solo? So Sorry. So the,
2: the last time they talked about Dragon Age is they, they showed us two shots of concept art. And I was on the internet for two hours looking up uh, different theories and snapshots about this concept art. Uh, well, they gave us a five-minute video and my head exploded. Yeah, there's a <laughs> lot of pictures there in was five minutes. So ma- there was so <laughs> many pictures. They definitely took note from last time where people were like, oh, you show us anything else. And this time they gave like so much information that it's it's almost impossible to understand all of it. And it's just so incredibly exciting.
1: She says uh, almost because it's Manda and she will understand it all.
2: It yeah. I think there's Antibia Crows and I'm very excited. Uh, uh, okay, okay, okay. Ten seconds for my Dragon Age people. This isn't going to make Make any sense okay, to everyone, else. gear up. Get All ready
3: right. to get your tent, your uh, Dragon Age helmets on. <coughs> it look, strap in.
2: It, it looks like there's Antiven crows, which is really exciting. They also think that there might be dark spawn that are affected with red lyrium. Like what? They what? think that that's one of the people in the images might be a magister, uh, which is really exciting because the the other two ones they had the best storylines. Uh, and uh, they they have identified both Dorian and Isabel in some of the concept art. What?
3: Zap, zap, it's concept zoop.
2: art, so maybe we won't see it. Uh, but
3: yeah. One thing that I heard over while you're watching it is, uh, and one thing I love about the Dragon Age series is that you are your own different protagonist yes. every single time. Mm-hmm. So yeah. you're not carrying over the same character. And they talked a lot about you, know, this new character being kind of grounded, kind of normal, about really you know, looking at friendships and people around you. I love the idea that this next Dragon Age, you can be someone who's not who, who's not the, the superhero, yeah, so to speak. Maybe they arise to occasion, sure. But that last game ended with such a huge, yeah. like, catalytic event. Like, and you are just a god uh, by the end of it. I love the idea that they're playing with, hopefully, the idea of just being a regular Joe or Jill.
2: Yes. They, yeah, they definitely talked about that they wanted to narrow the scope while expanding your relationships with other people and your story options. They wanted to place more focus on individual characters. And they showed you a silhouette of the lineup of the folks. Uh, that will be your potential companions and they're all very exciting. Uh, again, they're, they're just silhouettes so we can't we don't know too much. but yeah. even just that alone was just, Amazing to nice. see all the different archetypes. The environmental pictures that they showed—they showed a few concept arts of like different areas. They all look really amazing. There's new architecture, which is fun. There's like a potential underwater scene. Some of it looks like almost like Arabian. There's just mm. things they've never done before that all look really detailed and awesome. And then uh, most importantly for me is they got Gareth David Lloyd back, who does who? the voice for Solas.
3: Ah, he the, is amazing. One of your companions in Dragon Age: Inquisition, nice. and one of the most the interesting companion. characters in. Video games. <laughs> cool. He
2: uh, not not only was it so important to have that character in the next game, but it was so important to have him as the yeah. voice actor because he just like the brings way, such life. The way they describe important. that
3: character is either you want to marry him or kill him or, or both. both. <laughs> <laughs> nice. All right, cool. It,
2: if you don't know about. Dragon Age or Solace. You just, you just call me. We'll oh, have yeah. a, I've uh, been Manny's, happy to talk to you about her why. own
3: uh, solo podcast. Yes, yes. <laughs> Dragon Age Amanda.
2: <laughs> just explaining why people want to marry or kill Solace. It's just the one topic.
1: It's actually going to be called Taste the Dragon Age. There it is. Ah! <laughs> okay, I'll stop talking now. <laughs> <laughs> All right, cool. So uh, that'll do it for our news. But we still have my favorite segment, which is Turn Up for What? Turnip for What? And this week it's with Joe from Katsusando.
4: Welcome to another excellent week in Animal Crossing. This week has us villager hunting, cicada shell seeking, and bugging off. This has been a busy week in the island of Katsusando. Matilda and her joey moved out seeking adventures in islands far, far away, leaving an open plot of land for a new villager to claim. While it took many, many nook miles and meeting countless villagers, the adorable octopi Marina was invited to move in. She brings a much-needed sweetness to the rather savory Katsusando. While some villagers were salty at her appearance, they've all warmed up to her confectiously cute-as-pie charm. With summer coming to a close, make sure you've donated all those bewildering bugs to Blathers. One of the hardest pieces of endoskeleton to find is the cicada shell, normally found just sitting on a tree waiting to be caught. It has evaded capture for these past two months for many islanders, so good luck to all the completionists out there. And finally, the summer's last bug-off with host Flick has islanders beaming with gold trophy pride. Having accomplished acquiring 300 points during the bug-offs, Flick will send you an epic gold trophy to place on your mantle. The turnip market has been harder to track lately due to new regulations. Getting proper turnip statistics from the Sow Jones will return when accurate turnip market rates are correlated. And that's your Animal Crossing update this week. This is Joe from Katsosondo reminding you to look up for the shooting stars, watch your step to avoid pitfalls, and always, always save your rusted parts. Back to you, dragons.
3: Turnip for what? <laughs> all right
1: man back in person this is great (laughs) all our bits sound better in person they do Mm -hmm. i agree uh and now that brings us to our mighty morsel tasty topic mighty morsel tasty topic (laughs) (laughs) and uh joe you are also going to be uh letting us know what this topic is
4: well, lately we've been playing a lot of games where they were have multiplayer aspects to them, and we also play a lot of games that are single player, and I thought it might be fun for us to try and see if we could pick out some single player games that we really like that we would love a multiplayer aspect to.
1: Okay. Do you have any? Off- yes. Okay.
4: Uh, so mine is is oddly personal just because I really like the style of this series, and I don't know if they've ever had one that was was multiplayer. I don't mm-hmm. believe so, but... I would really like Dragon Quest to be multiplayer. Oh yeah, that makes so much sense. It looks Hmm. fun, it has so much great story, and the music is really great, and I just would love to play with other people. Yeah, I don't play Dragon Quest. I watch people play Dragon Quest. Brian usually plays it, or you guys play it. And I, I really love the stories, But I want to experience it too but it's not the same when I have to do all the work myself. It sounds silly but like Mm -hmm. there's so much going on in those games that I just think that I would get I I would probably just get tired after a while and be like all right, I need to go back to Dr. Mario and do something Mm with this mindless you know. (laughs) But it's so fun. Everything about those games looks so great and I just I feel like it would be it would yeah, be awesome. It's
3: like a classic adventure fantasy like because oh, you would see it almost kind of like a like a World of Warcraft or like a Final Fantasy 14 where you, you yeah. kind of have your your thing.
4: I, I would I would go the that that kind of route where like the the JRPG almost like you're you're one of the characters in the crew and mm-hmm. you take care of that. Oh, actually, you know what? I'd almost rather it be like open world. Actually, I I, <laughs> okay. I want it to be like Red Dead. I want there to be like, oh. I want there to be slimes out in the wild that you are collecting and you're getting samples <laughs> of, <laughs> and I, I want there to be like the bad guys show up. I would even love if there was like a the rhythm version of it where like you know you all play a different instrument and you're just like, like whatever your part is. I like almost any Dragon Quest game. I would love multiplayer, and it, it, it almost doesn't matter what kind. If I could play with other people, I think it would be really fun.
2: That would be good as couch co op too. Even yeah. if yeah. you were just playing the game and there was another uh, physical person, Dynasty Warrior style almost. Oh, oh like, know, like both like play the same time? Slash? Yeah. yeah. That would be fun, too. What's
1: funny is actually both the games you guys have mentioned. So Dragon Quest X, which has never come out in the West, uh, is a Dragon Quest MMO. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and then there's also Dragon Quest Heroes which is Dynasty Warriors
2: <laughs> we're really good at
1: this we're really good But you know you guys are really good at predicting it's already <laughs> happened. you didn't know uh, but no Dragon Quest 10 though is something that they just aren't I don't think is ever going
3: to come out with to the west so you can um. still wish that because it's never going to happen for here uh, they said the same thing about Fantasy Star Online too. but true. look what we got this year bud 20 years in the making <laughs> <baby. laughs> shots fired
1: that's true uh, for me uh, for me it's, it's kind of along the same lines uh, but it's the final fantasy 7 remake and it's the remake specifically because in that you have three separate characters oh yeah but they're all moving in real time it's not like you have a turn-based system right so i think it'd be cool if i could play as cloud uh my friend that's you know that's in new york could play as tifa oh uh, yeah and then my other friend could play as
3: barrett and we could all attack uh, that's at me once. obviously it's me i'll be <laughs> barrett why it's can't fine. i be barrett Okay, good. Can I be Aerith? Yeah, oh, absolutely. <laughs> why, does, yes. why doesn't
4: anybody want to be Jesse? I don't
1: understand what's <laughs> happening here. I agree, actually. Yeah, I would be Jesse. <laughs> but I think that would be really cool to experience that with other people. And I do think that that's a, a game that could do it because yeah. you do have, because now that it is real time versus turn based, it's something that can handle that specific type of interaction with
3: your friends. I played that game. Yeah, I played that game all day. Yeah.
4: I would watch you guys play
2: that
1: game. <laughs> <laughs> I still hate that game. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, took but that's my me. stuff. That's me. Final <laughs> Fantasy VII Remake would be dope.
2: Uh, this might be based on what I've been playing recently, but a 1,000% The Witcher. An MMO yes. Witcher would be <laughs> so cool. The
3: Witchers? <laughs> yeah.
2: Uh, well, it... There are more witchers. Like it's it's yeah. already built into the story that this is like a cast of multiple people. Granted witchers are supposed to be rare and making it into an MMO would destroy that. But uh, <laughs> they, they have ways to make less people on a server. It, it could oh. be
1: um
3: it could also be a prequel. There it is. Because yeah. they used to be f- everywhere. Lengthable. It's just like it's just like the Star Wars MMO. Yes. The witchers were just like a, a Hogwarts <laughs> <the> schools. <Yeah. laughs>
2: and I think it would be cool to design my own witcher. I want to make my own witcher. Also yeah. I want cyber to be out. So this might be yeah, you know <laughs> <laughs> a little bit of that. But the the world is really interesting i think it's it would set up uh, really well for them to be repeatable quests for them mm-hmm. to have like storylines for you to do stuff as a group if there's large monsters you can't take down by yourself you need people to do different things take down different you know stuff at the same time i think yep. i think it'd be really cool
3: nice very cool uh i'm gonna give you the name of my game first uh, because uh i think it speaks for itself welcome to Gods of War.
0: Ooh.
3: <laughs> I think God of War should be a multiplayer game and there should be other gods of different mythologies in it. Now, it, at first I was thinking narratively, like, hey, you're palling around with Montu, the Egyptian God of War, and you guys are palling around. But no, you all were talking about Dynasty Warriors. That's the way to go. <laughs> yes. Oh my gosh. It's.
2: Yep. Isn't isn't this isn't God God Godsend coming out? Isn't Godfall.
3: That like that? Godfall? Yeah, Godfall. I have no Fall. idea what Godfall is. Anytime that trailer comes up, I'm just like, I don't know. It's all mush. <laughs> that one's kind <laughs> of like a Destiny type of spin. But aren't you all <laughs> gods? Uh, I don't know. We'll uh-huh. see. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> you tell me. <laughs> but check it out. You could have Kratos, god of war from the Greek mythology, right? Which also be Mars from the Roman mythology. You could have Hachiman, the Japanese god of war, which is just cool god samurai. You can be Guan Yu from the Chinese god of war, where he transcended into godhood, would be amazing. Skanda, the six faced Hindu god of war. Come on, Montu, the falcon-head Egyptian god of war. Odin is the god of war for Norse mythology. He's the god of everything. It's boring. <laughs> like, sure, man. He's the of gods. And <laughs> then my favorite that I found was Huitzilopochtli, which is the Aztec eagle god from Aztec culture. Oh, can you imagine just having your entire army and being like, ah, oh, get out of here? Literal gods yeah. of
2: war, yes. Th- this would be a great Age of Empires game.
3: <laughs> Build your community, raise it up, yeah. get your god's favor, have it come down, and smite the other gods. No, no you
2: are the god. Oh, that's it. You build up the little
3: <laughs> yeah. economy, and then,
2: like, uh, I am a, I am an Egyptian god, and then, yeah. and then Brian's the Roman god, so I'm building up my army, and I'm like, i got to take down Rome! Uh, worship me!
3: <laughs> I think it would be great. I also think it could be done in, in the same way that the other god of war, like a really narrative adventure, where he has to, like, call on the help of different gods. They kind of leaned into mm-hmm. that in the last game with uh, Tyr, who's a, a different god of war. Yeah. Yeah. Um, And that idea of like, hey, you know, I got to reach out to, you know, Montu and we got to go take on this other person. Um, Recently, uh, the Creator of God of War did let everyone know that actually Christianity does exist in this universe as a form. So that would be like the idea of having like like Michael the Archangel of War and stuff like that involved. In, in, in the game which I think would be really cool if he just kept meshing in those mythologies oh yeah like having a God of War with wings would be dope yeah. <laughs> yeah and a nice one 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 to four player thing I think would oh, yeah. be fun oh that's like the nevermind <laughs> I was gonna say like the, the Gotham Knights uh, Suicide Squad oh, which yeah. we, we didn't talk about in news but it's coming out and yeah, it, is, it looks is. cool but that same idea of a game I think would be awesome yeah we forgot to mention DC Fandom next yeah, week <laughs> stop, next week <laughs>
1: uh but yeah I, I, I actually like all those ideas those are those are really cool uh but yeah I think that'll do it for our topic this week so yeah that'll do it for our mighty morsel tasted topic yeah yeah <laughs> explosion sound that's right uh now that brings us to our dragon of the week
3: it's the dragon of the week oh it's not a leak it's the dragon of the week it'll make you tweak it's the dragon of the week Dragon of the Week is our chance to learn something about the industry. We like to highlight an industry professional uh, company or whatnot and just try to educate ourselves and those out there in the listening podcast land. And this week we will be learning and talking about a developer that Brian's got. That's right. Uh, this week is going to be Sam Lake, who is creative director at Remedy
1: Entertainment. I know them. You do. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so Sammy Antero Jarvi, better known by his artist name, Sam Lake, was born in Finland on March 28th, 1970. Uh, now, growing up, Sam was heavily into fantasy novels, which fostered his want to learn the English language. And the reason of that was because he was a huge Lord of the Rings geek. <laughs> huge. And, uh, but not many other fantasy novels were so translated we- <laughs> into native fin- uh, Finnish. So he learned two languages, yes. English and then Elf. El- yeah. exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah. All right. Is
2: Elvish, actually. Yeah, sorry.
1: Elvish. No, that's okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but so because not that many fantasy novels were translated to Finnish, uh, he was like, well, I got to learn English because that's the only way it's going to happen. So he would uh, pick up the thickest novel with the fantasy cover from the bookstore and pour over it with a dictionary next to him. Wow. Just so he could learn.
3: Oh, my gosh. That is tedious. Yeah. Yeah. I do
4: that with ramen (laughs) cookbooks for Japanese. Mm -hmm. That is brutal. (laughs) Joe,
3: that sounds tedious and delicious. It (laughs) is
4: what he's doing are like made-up words, though. Yeah. Time. Like, <laughs> I can't Goodness. even imagine that.
3: Like, how many times did he like go through some like weird Tolkien word to find out it's not in the dictionary? <laughs> yeah, me. It's not just Tolkien; all the fantasy yeah. back from the yeah.
1: you know from the '70s and '80s. Yeah. <laughs> he
2: definitely can't play Neo Feud. It's like, huh? Yeah. No. <laughs> no. Uh,
1: but uh, so that that same bookstore though also had translated comic books. Uh, which led to him importing comics from the U.S. Okay, cool. And so all of these things combined with his love of video games led to him wanting to learn English pretty darn badly. Because uh, we also had all the great video games that just weren't translated in the late seventies. Uh, this is this like be... probably like the early mid eighties, mid eighties at this time. So growing up, you know, he's he's growing up, and one of his childhood friends uh, that he played tabletop games with. Petri Yarvalto ends up being a founding member of the game studio, you know, just a little game studio called Remedy Entertainment.
0: Ah, <laughs> studio
1: of the hour. And uh, at this time, they were really only doing technical demos, which means that they were just doing, like, graphical work, which pushes machines to the limits. Just to show, hey, listen, this is what it can do. Uh, and But in those, there's not, that, like, a lot of story. You know? Right, it's right. just like, hey, here's a whole bunch of graphics. Yeah. You know, have fun. And uh, I bet those machines were loud. Oh, yeah. 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 Uh, but eventually, Remedy decided to make a game uh, called Death Rally. And with the game comes Great menu name. text. Menu text. Yeah, like you got to have text and menus to be like, hey, yes. look, this is your explosives. Hey, look, are you going to buy this? It's, right. it's you know your TNT, which is the same thing as explosives. I don't know why I said that. <laughs> 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 um, but you know, at this time, Sam was studying English language and literature at the University of Helsinki, and so his buddy Petrie was like, hey, uh, you want to you want to write some text? We, we got a game for it, and uh, so Sam agreed. And in the process, he realizes how much empty blank space there is at the bottom of the screen during the menu screens. So he's like, "Hey, uh, hey, boss, would you would it be okay if I like fill up this space with story, oh. like you know, just I mean, you guys aren't doing anything with it, anyways?" Yeah. And so they're like, "Yeah, sh- sure, you could do that." And he was very surprised. <laughs> <laughs> he was just like expecting a no, but it's, it's actually really great if you do look up the menu. It's it's very funny because like you know hit the arrow keys to go side to side and you know purchase things and then it's like a giant paragraph of the character you're playing as he would speak in this universe just like just saying random stuff. <laughs> uh-huh. Telling a tale. Yeah, it's it's hilarious. When
2: I was four, my dad bought me a bicycle. Yeah, it's like, it
1: was it's like, the best bicycle I ever had. I named her Betsy. <laughs> and it's like, chon, 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 chon. <laughs> and so I was killing these guys. She's <laughs> like, all right, flavor text. <laughs> uh, so Remedy's next game that they decided to do is a dystopian near-future game called Dark Justice. And, uh, <laughs> I think they, I saw that
3: Batman uh, I, I movie. Think it, yeah, 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 absolutely. Yeah.
1: And uh, that only had one writer on staff, you know, Sam. So it was up to him to develop the story. But Sam wasn't really feeling it. Uh, he, he proposed that they drop the fantasy stuff and make it a present-day grounded story. Uh, okay. He had been working Wait, on like he a... he
3: said drop the fantasy stuff? Yeah. I know, right? (laughs) He has a reason. (laughs) (laughs) Growth, growth.
1: The reason why is because he had been working on a role-playing campaign based on a film noir world. Uh Uh-huh. And I thought it would be a pretty good place to start. Like, this is the mid-'90s, like mid to late-'90s. So you had, you know, unusual suspects. You had Twin Peaks. You had all these things that, you know, just were happening. Was just everywhere. So... So Dick Tracy, uh, yeah, oh, <laughs> yeah. Warren Beatty was up in there. So Remedy actually agreed to this and decided to move in his direction, and that direction ended up becoming Max Payne.
3: Aha, uh-huh, which is super noir. Super. That's <laughs> and actually kind of what I, what I, what I, when I think of Remedy Studios, I think they're like the noir company. Oh yeah, yeah. All oh, their yeah. games, yeah.
1: Now, since they were a startup, they had little to no money. And everyone at Remedy had to do a little bit of everything, you know, wear many hats. Mm -hmm. And uh, they didn't have any budget for actors, though. So I'm available. (laughs) Right. <laughs> I know, I know, right? How's that time machine working, man? Get me back to the mid '90s, please. <laughs> Not
2: yet. We're 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 up to four seconds. Okay,
3: all four right. seconds. Gosh. Okay, yeah. we'll, hey, get, we'll get You there. can do a lot in four seconds. <laughs> all
1: right? Doesn't matter how long it takes, as long as you get there. <laughs> yeah. Four minutes or four seconds at a time. We're gonna get you back there. <laughs> the problem
2: is, is, I keep going back in time to the point where I invented the time machine. And yeah. I can't go back further than that. Apparently. Right.
1: Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah You're tough. right. It's true. So, but for so for the main character, they had to find someone with a good face for games. You know, handsome. So Sam was Once that again, man. Once again, time machine available. Yeah, I'm, I'm ready. <laughs> the space is ready to go. Uh, Sam was that guy. Really? They actually used his face for Sam? the first Max paint. Sam's good looking. Sam's pretty good looking. Sam's good looking. Sam's pretty good looking. And <laughs> is it tenor? Yeah. All right, I see you. I see you. Now do you, see ne- you. do you need a time machine to date him? Is that what's going on? Hey, hey. No,
2: it's, not,
0: it's
2: not
3: working anymore. Clank, 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 clank. My wife said it's
1: not working anymore. Okay. <laughs> Uh, so, so Max Payne comes out, and Sam decides that he wants to up his game when it comes to screenwriting. Mm-hmm. Uh, so he enrolls into screenwriting classes between Max Payne and, uh, 1 and Max Payne 2. Uh, and so during this time, though, he comes up with a screenplay for a horror film based on folklore of Baba Yaga. Oh, Ooh. gosh. Yes. Which is pretty darn cool. Yeah, it is. And so, so it had all these high concepts of a character called Barbara Yager. <laughs> Okay, Sam. <laughs> All right,
4: uh, I'm backing off my yes now. <laughs> it had some crazy
1: Swedes in it, and it also had a flashlight that is used as a tool against the baddies that was an actual real children's toy called the Clicker.
3: All right, I like oh. the Clicker, and, but uh, Barbara Yager.
1: <laughs> what's really funny is you must have never played the next game that they made, which
3: was Alan Wake. Yeah, I I haven't, but I the flashlight is very big in Alan Wake. Barbara Yagger's in it. Oh, really? <laughs> There's so, some crazy Swedes in it. Wait, 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 wait. So wait, so they made a game before Alan Wake about the Baba Yaga? Or no, this no, this is, is, is his screen screenplay. This is a, screen oh, this is he a screenplay he wrote
1: for the classes. Okay. And then he was like, "This is pretty good. Okay. I'm gonna, make this I'm into gonna, a game. I'm gonna steal off myself. I'm gonna plagiarize myself. Gotcha. And gotcha. Make this into a game. Uh, so." In order to secure financial independence, Remedy decided to sell Max Payne to Rockstar
3: after the second one. Oh, that's right. It is a Rockstar joint. Oh, that's why Max Payne three is weird. Not very good. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Max Payne one and two, very good. Yeah, because they had entered into a like an agreement
1: before Max Payne two came out. Right. And so that's why Rockstar was its publisher. Right. But then after Rockstar two, they com- or Rockstar after Max, Max Payne, Payne 2, two,
3: they completely sold it to him and right. they had nothing else to do. with it Yeah. That. Max Payne three was just
1: violent. Whereas oh, yeah. before there was like nuance to, yeah. to the gunplay. Yeah. Oh yeah, absolutely. Uh, and so. So after that, they went on to make Alan Wake, which unfortunately took seven years to come out and it drained them completely financially. And it only came out for the Xbox. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Uh, (laughs) The entire Alan Wake story and debacle surrounding it, it can have probably probably like an entire podcast or two just explaining what went wrong and how they they ended up fixing it. I look forward to that. Yeah. But ultimately, it had to change gears almost completely three years in. Uh, One thing I want to point out is that Alan Wake and his circumstances almost completely mirror Sam's in the game. Oh, no. Alan is coming off a success of writing a hard-boiled detective series, and he wants to create something new, but he can't because of writer's block, which in a way is what happens to Sam and Max Payne. He had just come off of writing a hard-boiled thing into video games, and he was just like, all right, now I got to write something else. But damn. I can't. Yeah, (laughs) And he went through seven years of trying to figure this out. So Alan Wake comes out, though. And it doesn't do that great, um, it unfortunately. No, no. Like it, it's like only for Xbox. Critically, exactly. critically, <laughs> it was amazing. Like, yeah. like, critically, all the people loved it. But financially, people buying it, right? It, it wasn't not a well-known
3: so franchise or yeah. anything. Yeah, yeah. this was
1: 2010, um, and so you know, it just it just wasn't working for that, unfortunately. And so, for the next game, they created Quantum Break, and uh, Microsoft oh, yeah, had acquired Remedy. Remedy by this point. Yeah, and so they're like, all right, cool. Um, we saw we saw what you, and we liked what you did with the live action stuff. So we kind of want to base Quantum Break around live action. Okay. So since it was going to be more of a sitcom with all of its live action components, Microsoft decided to outsource most of the writing to an LA writing team with a basis in television. And uh, we all know how that worked
3: out. Uh, I mean, <laughs> it, it makes sense that they would do that. Yeah,
1: I don't know. It makes sense, but it was it was a problem though because Sam's writing and vision was overshadowed, and it made it difficult to reincorporate whatever okay. they were writing back into what he was writing for the story. That showbiz, I'm smoking a cigar right now. Yeah, you are. <laughs> it's yeah. really smoky in here. I don't yeah, like it. Sorry <laughs> about that. That, that. Giraffe's coughing. I'll stop. <laughs> Put that out. Uh, but it was because of that that ultimately made us Remedy wanted their independence back. <laughs> <laughs> and so they were like, all right, Microsoft, we, we appreciate what you did. You know, we were trying this because I think uh, Quantum Break also took seven years to come out it as was well.
3: A, yeah, there was. A, uh, yeah. Dude, yeah.
1: It was a lot also going wrong with that. And so they're like, all right, you know, let's let's just take a step back. We're going to go back to do what we own in our own thing. And Microsoft's like, yeah, that's fine. Like, You're going gonna... to take another seven years to make another game. That's okay.
3: Uh, Microsoft, please allow us to <clears throat>, remedy the situation. Oh. Uh, uh, uh. And, then, <laughs>
2: and Microsoft's like, yeah, you can leave. Just, yeah. just, just go.
3: Yeah.
1: <laughs> uh, so Sam would go on to create Control, which is a game that's actually in the Alan Wakes universe. It is. Uh, which you can find out by reading pretty much everything in that game. I was very
3: confused Yeah, I didn't play uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> They mentioned his name on a couple of different things, which is like, oh, okay. But on other things, they don't even mention Alan Wake or anything, but you had played the game,
3: you would know that that's completely oh. referencing Alan Wake. Probably just another reason why that game didn't quite click with me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of it was going over my head.
2: I said they didn't re-release it before Control came out.
1: Mm. Uh, i yeah. play it. Yeah. Oh, no. It, it's it is you know it, it's funny because because of Control... Uh, This year is actually its 10th anniversary and he actually did a interview with somebody. Yeah, and he was saying that More people are playing Alan Wake this year than they did year one (laughs) Just rubbing it in right But he was but he's glad though because you know at least people are enjoying the story. It's because of control.
3: I want to play it
1: damn it and uh, controls newest DLC AEW uh, was just released this week and it also heavily focuses on Alan Wake it's actually it, about the
3: Alan Wake incident. Is AEW like Ooh. like Alan Emerit Wake? No, Alan, <laughs>
1: AEW from the game is Altered World Events. Or is it both? But now it could be Stanford Alan Wake. <laughs> and uh, and yeah, it actually is almost completely focused around the Alan Wake incident, which in the game universe is an AEW. It's actually something. Because in the game, everything that Alan Wake is writing is actually coming to life. Oh, so that's so they like think that's an object fiction. of power in the game, yeah. Okay, so uh, yeah, the one of the things I love about Sam is that if you if you look at all of his protagonists, it's all and you're playing as a protagonist, mm-hmm. it's all the case of uh, the narrator not being. Uh, reliable, the unreliable oh, narrator. That's cool because Max Payne is much more is is through his eyes, yeah, and it's all very stylized and yes. action based. Alan Wake is he's an insomniac, so everything that's happening isn't really happening, right? Um, in his name, if you if you put a Alan, if you put an a, it's a, a Wake, which is a play on. Oh, Wake. Oh gosh, so <laughs> I see now, uh, and so in Control, Jesse was very much a unreliable narrator. That's true. So. He, that, that's one of the things I like about his writing. His writing is that it's never everything that's happening is not actually happening.
3: Yeah, he he bends your uh, reality in really fun ways. Exactly,
1: and so uh, but Sam to this very day is still working at Remedy, and I very much look forward to what he comes up with next. Because in the next seven years, in the next <laughs> seven years, thankfully they did, they did Control in three.
3: And yeah. Control is a smash hit yes so like hey uh, the quantum whatever that game was like quantum uh, break quantum break like they're they're way out of the shadow of that i think uh with how popular control was so I, I hope this opens the door for them to make as many noirs as possible
1: exactly and i think um control also just released on steam uh, oh good so before it was an epic games
3: exclusive now it's come to steam so great 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 yeah so thanks sam yeah yeah and that was sam lake sam lake not to be confused with alan wake that's right. <laughs> Sam Lake, Slake. Is that no? Well, like awake, but like Slake. No is that a word. No. Yeah. no.
2: I hope that's not a slur.
1: <laughs> oh, by the way, in Max Payne Two, they had the budget to hire actors, so they had hired somebody else to do Max Payne Two. So he wasn't he wasn't the face for Max Payne Two. Okay. Max Payne okay. 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 Gotcha. Yeah. <laughs> Although in Max Payne Two, he did they did have a character in there called Sammy Waters. Nah, <laughs>
3: close enough. I see it where they're out, going Which is it? it. Where they're pretty funny. It's no fun. Barbara Yaga. It's not. Uh, <laughs> it's not. Sure, it's close enough. <laughs>
1: <laughs> uh, but yeah, so that'll do it for this week's
3: <laughs> episode, though. But up a dome. So my mind was not there because he went Barbara Yager, and I was trying to think of other monsters I could make into regular terms, like I don't know, Sammy Squatch or something. <laughs> I understand uh, that. I, I see where you're going with that. Yeti Betty. I don't know.
2: Lockiness.
3: <laughs> Lo- Lockheedness.
2: Lockheed- Lockheedness. Oh, I'm in love That's with great. that. That's <laughs>
3: great. I'm stealing that. <laughs> I don't know where far, but I'm stealing it. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. ba bum bum Wow. <laughs> Uh, But you can always find us online. Check us out on Instagram. Give us a follow. That's how you can keep up with all the things we are doing throughout the week. Because we are active during the week. Not only do we have this podcast, but we also have uh, our Twitch account. Uh, We are live every Monday, Wednesday, and Saturday evening around 8.30. Come watch us play games, hang out with friends, and even join in on our game parties as well. Um, And also make sure to follow us on Twitter. We specifically have our Twitter to highlight indie games throughout the entire week uh mandy do you have anything special that popped up this week
2: yes uh, this week i wanted to highlight the indie game luna uh the shadow dust is a fully animated point-and-click adventure game brought to life through wordless storytelling beautiful cinematics and a breathtaking original soundtrack uh that is luna the shadow dust check it out
3: so for more information on that check out our twitter and uh and other really cool indie games we have featured on there um also, if you enjoy the podcast, please feel free to give us a little review down on whatever podcast service you're, you're, uh, you're watching or playing this or listening to this through. <laughs> I, I, I play cool. I play and listen.
2: Talk about how eloquent we are.
0: <laughs>
3: We're so good. <laughs> as, I, as I ask for a review. <laughs> hey, listen. He
1: came up with all of the gods of war off the top of his head, okay? Yeah, that was you. really yeah. well Thank done. Thank you.
3: Thank you. That's a four hours prep right there. <laughs> um, but yeah, l- let us know what you think. Uh, feel free to contact us throughout those various means. That's right, that's right. Uh, and uh, as always, though, my name is Brian.
1: They call me Troy still.
2: I'm And I'm Joe.
1: And we are... The, the taste, taste of Dragons. Dragons. Have a great week, everyone.
2: Bye-bye.
0: Bye-bye.
3: I'll see you. We'll see about that.
0: Taste of Dragons, gaming podcast, podcast for everyone's taste.